0: welcome to this edition of the kids ministry collective podcast where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more so sit back relax and enjoy this edition of the kids ministry collective podcast welcome to the kids ministry collective podcast my name is tom bump and i'm your host hey thanks for taking time to listen my friends This is going to be a fun episode. Um, Not only do I have one guest, but I've got two and it's going to be a lot of fun because we're going to dive in and talk all things kid ministry. Uh, All the different things that have been happening over the last few years and just diving in over some various topics and tell you about some new things that you may not have heard about in the world of kid ministry. So stay tuned for that. So I want to welcome to the podcast, my good friend, Carl Barnhill from 1230 Media. Um, Carl and I have known each other for a while, and I've had the opportunity to be on his podcast, but this is the first time he's getting to be on mine. So this is kind of cool. Uh, And Jason Noble, the brand new host of a new podcast called The Kidman Tribe. So welcome to the KMC podcast, fellas. Hey, Tom. Thanks,
1: man. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. Glad to be here.
0: Well, I'm glad you guys are here. This is going to be fun uh, as we just pull the ripcord and dive out of the plane and have some fun here talking kids ministry. And one of the things that uh, I would love for each of you to do, um, Carl, we'll have you do it first. And then Jason, tell us a little bit about yourselves because the listeners may not know who you are, although I think they should know you um, and we're going to make sure they know you by the end of the podcast. But tell us a little bit about yourselves and what you do.
2: Yeah. So I, uh, I have a ministry background. I've, uh, I've served in production and uh, at a ministry and then uh, two large churches. And then I own and operate 1230 Media. Uh, and we help churches with ready-made media content as well as custom media uh, and training. Uh, and we just launched this uh, brand new kids brand called 1230 Kids where we're resourcing kids pastors uh, and leaders with ready-made custom and training. And uh, for years, we've been uh, serving kids ministries uh, in the custom media space, uh, doing graphics and video for curriculum like Awana's curriculum and uh, Go curriculum, Answers in Genesis, Seeds Family Worship, Yancey, folks like that. Uh, A lot of uh, graphics and video content for them. Uh, And then, so we've just launched kind of a front facing uh, public uh, library, ready-made media library that that folks can go on and get, you know, ready-made countdowns and mini movies and backgrounds and graphics and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Man, yeah, we're on, we're on a mission to to help kids, pastors, leaders, especially with their large group gatherings, their kids worship experiences. Uh, So that's, uh, that's kind of a little bit about, about me. Cool. Jason?
1: Definitely. So I've been a children's pastor, um, have been also a lead pastor in two churches, and I was also the national children's ministry director at the Assemblies of God. Um, And really, in that process, and many of you might know the film Breakthrough, um, I was the real pastor in that story. It came out about three years ago. John Smith fell through the ice in St. Louis. He was under for 15 minutes, hour and eight without oxygen. And his mom walked in and prayed, Holy Spirit, bring my son back to life. And at that moment, every apparatus came back on. Uh, many of you probably saw the film, it was in theaters across the country uh, back in 2019, right before COVID. And so Carl came and talked to me. We were talking a couple months ago about, hey, how do we resource, how do we train leaders? and felt like god really put on our heart the new kidman tribe podcast that we just launched yesterday with really a heart to equip encourage build up leaders pastors volunteers i think volunteers are one of the areas that uh sometimes don't get the training everybody focuses on the kids pastor which i think is great but there's a whole whole field of volunteers that serve every week that never have the opportunity to hear the kind of training that we're talking about and hear about the kind of resources so um i'm also a church planner we planted a church in covid in Med- medford oregon um, we've been going for about a year and a half we haven't closed one time so we're excited about that and i also work on church engagement um, for films, new films that are coming out, working on the Reagan Project and some other projects. So a lot of lot of fun times. And really my heartbeat is how do we equip the local church with great resources and tools to reach our community?
0: That is awesome. Well, guys, thanks for joining me on the podcast. And I'm looking forward to our discussion uh, today as we get into this. And so we always start the KMC off with a why type question. So I'm curious... What is it and why is it that you do what you do when it comes to ministry? What's, what's your why behind what you do? Uh, Jason, why don't we start with you?
1: My why is always about filling heaven. What can I do to uh, to fill heaven? What can I do also then to equip other people to fill heaven? Um, I feel like that's what our main focus today needs to be is filling heaven and equipping believers and discipling. And so that's my main purpose and my main focus on and i'm passionate about kids so like reaching kids bill wilson said a long time ago he said it's easier to raise up kids than fix men and women and i think that's so true so that is that's my why and how we equip leaders how we train leaders to fill heaven and disciple kids really is my my big focus but
2: yeah man i'm i'm right there with you life life change is the why uh you know for for us it's it's adults it's kids it's students uh seeing life change happen so with our ministry 1230 media that comes from mark 1230 where jesus has asked the greatest commandment he talks about loving god and loving people uh and so we can create great podcasts we can create great videos and graphics and tools and curriculum and and all of that that stuff but it if it doesn't drill down to life change i'd rather pack it up i mean that, that's that is the goal, is life change, not only salvation but discipleship, yeah. um, and so it really excites me to see uh, people of all ages grow in their come to the faith, and then grow in their faith and be and be the d- disciples. So that is that is the why for for me. That is the why for our ministry, uh, and will continue to be. Awesome, I like that. Well, those are good whys. And
0: those what are what drives us forward. and and so that's part of why we we always ask those kind of questions because we want to know um, what drives people and and what and what their what their goals are. And as you're looking at children's ministry as a whole, because both of you guys have a have a good view, you're around in different areas um, in different ways. And so I think this will be interesting to to dive in and talk about some of this kind of stuff. But what are you seeing in children's ministry and in the church? Um, What are some things that maybe have changed a lot? Um, You know, not just because of COVID. We know that COVID has changed many things for us. But what what have you noticed um, over the last couple of years that's changed
2: uh, in ministry
0: itself? Carl?
2: Man, I think right now leaders are tired. I think, mm-hmm. I think they're worn out. Uh, I think, you know, it's, it's, they've been through, they've been through a rough season. I think the more pastors I talked to, honestly, the most of, most of the pastors and even kids leaders are like, yeah, we're done with COVID. Like we're, we're, you know, we're, we're moving on the, the sermon series is not fear, not how to overcome fear. It's not that anymore, but it yeah. is out of this season and hitting reset. And it's like, okay, uh, you know, I'm tired and worn out and now I got to, you know, reset and kind of start again. And and what does that look like? So I think that that's that's kind of what I'm hearing uh, around is tired and worn out. Um, I also think with kids, uh, you mentioned that I, I think getting the attention uh, and I, I love Jason's opinion on this, too, but getting and keeping attention of kids, I think, is becoming harder and harder. And I think our culture is getting harsher to our values. I mean, we're seeing that in our culture that, yeah. um, you know, which which could be forcing the topics to change, meaning we, we might be having to address some things that we never thought we would have to address. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right? You know, things like that with younger and younger audiences. Uh, and so I think, I think those are some things that I've seen change uh, when it comes to kids ministry is just worn out yeah. Uh, you know, so my resources need to be more plug and play. Yep. Uh, you know, so I don't have to, you know, he- help me. I'm tired. I'm worn yes. out. Help me come up with the, the, you know, the the material that I can use. Uh, that that's one major piece. Uh, and then yeah, just keep keeping their attention. I think has gotten harder. Jason, what do you think about that? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, there's a couple words that come to my mind. One is reset. This is a great reset in the local church. Um, and I think that as you talk to leaders, they've been able to look at what they've always done and things that they knew needed to be pulled out because they weren't being effective anymore, they were able to pull those out. And it's a great season to say, okay, what should we be doing? What shouldn't we be doing? What do we now have the resources to do? What do we have not have the resources to do? I think that's a big piece to it. I agree with Carl. I think leaders are tired, but I also yeah. think they're looking at the opportunity to go, okay, this is a time to reset. Also, I think we've really uncovered the idea that, um, our kids need discipleship, like really deep discipleship. Um, I think this has uncovered a lot of an open eyes for parents. Like they're saying, oh my gosh, I had no idea what my kids were being taught in school because we've always talked about this and it's so true. There's a mindset among parents that, Hey, I take my kids, I drop them off for eight, eight hours a day and they are educated right? Or I bring my kids to church an hour and a half on Sunday. And, you know, they're suddenly great disciples. I mean, I think parents are realizing, like, we've been asleep at the wheel, like we haven't been watching what our teachers are teaching our kids, like, you know, the world has been on, you know, if if anything, this has opened this perspective of the world has been teaching our kids very well, for some time about their perspective. And I think, church leaders are saying, okay, we have got to rethink how we do ministry. We have to rethink how, and in that midst of being tired, that's the challenge. It's like, oh, can we take one more hill? And I'm encouraging leaders. We have to take one more hill because a whole generation of kids, it's at stake. I mean, and you look at like, I just read an article in the New Yorker that said the highest rate of suicide is happening among our children right now. And so like, when you look at that, like, I think the red alarms are going off in our society of saying okay yeah. we better rethink this and i think that's you look at like the political side of things that's why the teachers the 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 school board in san francisco just got voted out the parents are going like no more and so i think yeah. parents have realized the importance of being involved and i, and I don't want to get it political but i think like in that perspective like it's a eye opening season yeah. of like okay you know on many levels like when 40% of the church doesn't show back up I think we've got to be asking ourselves the question like, okay, you know, like where are we really going and what are we really doing to create life change? So that's yeah. kind of my my perspective about this time. And, you know, in the midst of children's leaders being tired, I'm encouraging them. Okay. What opportunities exist? Like, this is not the time to give up. Like this is the time to push forward, right. get right. some self-care, get some rest, make sure you're taking your Sabbaths and let's push forward. Yeah.
0: You know, guys, I, I'm glad you guys, brought up some of those kind of stuff, because I do think, and, and anybody who's listened to the podcast before knows I'm an advocate of getting back to the basics. Yeah. Um, and that we really do have to think about what we're teaching children and why we're teaching it in light of, especially in light of what they're getting out in the world, knowing yes. that what was once hidden in the dark <laughs> is now just, they're coming straight out and saying, we are grooming—that's their word. I've heard it even used in me- yes. public meetings. We are grooming the next generation to think differently. Um, so the battle is there. Um, it, they've they've declared open war on our child's minds, and that's not a fear. That, I don't want that to be a fearful statement, or, oh. or you know, but it, it's something that as children's leaders we better wake up ourselves and go, okay, what are we doing on Sunday mornings? Because what we have, the little we have matters. And what are we helping parents with at home so that they can help children put on that helmet of salvation and the breastplate of righteousness? Because these kids need to armor up. If their kids are in public schools, and even if they're not, you're living in a world where
1: uh, things are different. And TikTok, the social media platforms, you know, you look at all of that. That's what's training our kids. And I want to throw something in Tom, because I think the important thing to realize too, is my question to children's leaders is where's your relationship with God? Are you experiencing God? Because, you know, in ministry to me, that's one of the signs of burnout. If you're not connected and so Mm -hmm. many children's leaders, they're in kids church every week. They're in like, like, I want to encourage leaders to make sure you're experiencing God, like your relationship with God is alive and well, because how can we teach about it if it isn't in our lives?
0: Yeah, yeah. And so with all of that out there, I honestly, I think what what you guys are doing and what Carl's doing at 1230 Media, producing things with such quality, because we, you know, look, we're not going to compete with Disney or, or anything else, but that doesn't mean we give it up and surrender it all. Um, and that's why I love what Carl does. And I love, you know, the idea of a new podcast coming out that's going to equip and focus on training um, and those kind of things, because we do need to sharpen our skills and we do. and And that's why I lead Restoring Leaders. Um, because I want to help take care of pastors. I mean, that's what I God's called me to is to shepherd shepherds and to stand beside people and stand in the gap and say, "Hey, come side for four days and rest at a retreat," or or let's talk and have a safe place to to vent and release and exhale. Because we all need that. Why? Because the battle is getting intense and and we are tired and and that's when we have to really suit up the armor and. We really have to pay attention to the resources we're using and what we are teaching. And I honestly think parents are going to start looking at the church saying, what are you teaching my children on Sundays? I agree. So we better know where we're going and why we're going there. Um, Because I think more parents are going to want to know what are you teaching my children? Because they should be asking that all the time Um, and not blindly. And we should be telling our parents, Hey, don't blindly come in. Um, So I think that's good. So what excites you guys about the future? I mean, I know that was kind of a little scary and a little, maybe some people are like, ooh, that's, you know, feels a little negative, but let's, let's frame some positive stuff here too. What, what excites you most about children's ministry and where we're headed? Go ahead, Carl.
2: And I'm excited that we can use technology, uh, creativity. Uh, to reach kids, I think that every wave of of technology is is can be used. I think even social media can be used for bad mm. and for good. But I think we're seeing a lot of movement on the, you know, uh, church online VR front. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, I mean that's that's really t- taken off. I mean it, that's that's not going to be in the normal usage of church for a while. I don't think, um, but that that kind of stuff is is happening and is coming. Um, and so I think that excites me that, that we're using uh, technology and creativity. Um, I'm excited to see ministry partners that, that we partner with and, and folks in the market. Uh, you, you guys I'm excited to see that they're focusing on child discipleship. That, yeah. that, 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 it's interesting because we're in a position where we get to see mul- a multitude of churches and a multitude of ministries kind of at a large swath, you know, across the country and, and around the world even. Uh, and it's, it's interesting how the Holy Spirit lays topics, lays, uh, you know, a, a thing on everybody that, that we, we will do multiple graphics and videos for the, a very similarly named series for multiple churches at one time. You know what I mean? Like they're not talking awesome. to each other. They have no clue what's going on. But, right. but the Holy Spirit leads. So it's a very interesting thing. Uh, and so you guys mentioned Armor of God. We're about to work on a project that's all about Armor of God, suiting up for spiritual warfare. Uh, and that and a couple of different children's ministries are, are going that direction. Uh, and so I'm excited that the Holy Spirit is still moving in our midst. Yes. You know, and we can see that. Uh, and, and experience that i'm i'm really excited about uh, ministries going after uh, us included you included the, the folks that we know in ministry that they're about child discipleship and not fluff not entertainment not and look we're the we make videos <laughs> you know so but what you're gonna hear from from me and jason is life change and discipleship like yeah. people aren't gonna remember a video uh they they're, they're going to remember uh, you know their experience with Jesus they're going to remember a leader a mentor yep. uh, and so we're providing tools for that teacher and leader um but it's it all drills down to life change so i think it excites me that child discipleship um is seems to be a, a real big focus uh in our space right now that is very cool
0: it is a yeah. unique position that you're in carl that yeah you do get to see all of this happening where when individual church leaders are where they are, sometimes you don't see that and you don't feel that. So I hope they heard that and are super encouraged because they ought to be. That got me excited to hear, you know, because yes, we, we, you know, it's that old illustration of the parade and we're sitting on a corner and we only see what comes around the corner, but God's up there in the good year blimp watching the whole thing take place going. Yeah, I see this. (laughs) You're all excited about what's right here in front of you, but look, wait till we see what's coming. Right. And and you kind of have that unique perspective of seeing what God is doing in the universal church, pulling us all together and moving us in a direction because he knows what the evil one's doing. He knows the playbook.
2: Yeah. And that, you know? that's been for years. I mean, obviously with COVID, you know, everybody was doing, you know, fear not hope over fear. I mean, those, <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but no. this is, I mean, that, that, that perspective is not just with COVID. It's, it's interesting to see, you know, years before and now we're kind of past COVID and, and moving forward. It's interesting to see how multiple, how the Holy spirit moves at this kind of tells, multiple people the same thing at once
0: yes very cool so jason what you're what are are you most excited about when it comes to kids ministry and stuff
1: so i think one of the things that has been really renewed you said we can't compete on disney with disney and that's totally true when it comes to graphics everything but one thing we have over them that no one else has is relationship and i think people are building relationships i think that the apartness caused us to say okay how do we Really go back to make relationships because I think you have to have relationships plus discipleship. If you only have discipleship where you're just drilling knowledge in, then I right. think you miss out. So there's there's yeah. relationships, and I think leaders are looking at that. I think that's super important. And again, I would echo what Carl is saying: this idea of discipling kids. And one of the things I've talked about for years as a children's pastor is to disciple. Well, you have to look at the outcome. You have to look at what's coming out of your children's ministry. Yeah. And I think it's important to have a gauge to say, okay, by the time, the, by the time a child gets into sixth grade, this is what we're looking to for them to exhibit in their life, to know that they've been discipled by the time they get out of high school. Cause you know, I think the other idea is we're really seeing this next gen concept come together where you've got nursery preschool, elementary, high school, and even college pastors sitting down saying, okay, how do we help the whole journey? How do we make sure, you know, cause I don't know about you, but I don't want to raise my kids up in kids ministry. And when they're 18, they disappear from the church because we haven't done a good job getting right. them connected and getting them plugged in. So I think that discussion, um, I'm seeing that happening a lot. And, you know, I think that those are all really great, great outcomes. Um, I think there's new people being involved, You know, we tend to sometimes get used to the same volunteers and, you know, which is great, but when 40% of your volunteers don't come back, what do you do? Do you melt down or do you say, okay, God, you know, obviously you're bringing new people in, you know, to be ready for that with a leadership pipeline, to be ready to train and equip those new people and the idea. And I think all of that is really, if anything, it's pushing us out of our comfort zone. And I think that's not a bad thing. It's definitely
0: not a bad thing i i have said this multiple times and any of my listeners will know i have said it I this is a new now not a new normal um it's you know nothing nothing is going to be normal for quite a long time um and this to me this is the opportunity god has put in front of us to rework the models and to rethink um and hit hit the reset button Um, but, but the scary part is I'm still seeing churches rushing back (laughs) to what they used to do pre pandemic rather than go, maybe we need to continue to innovate and push forward. Like we started to, when we were reacting to the pandemic, we need to now respond with this new idea of what, what does that model look like? And, and. And I'm still praying this through, and I'm, I've been yeah. asking God to show me that I can help kind of be a thought pusher and leader in 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 this area because I do feel like children's ministry, family ministry, next gen does need to change. Um, yes, we need to refocus a little bit, and the model that we're using is still a 1970s model of of church and. Yeah. And we've got to start rethinking that, you know, and and so I think that's some of the stuff that you guys were talking about is, is we're seeing, you know, digital media, and we're seeing home churches pop up. Um, We're seeing some of those new things happening. But then again, some people are like, oh, no, we got to come back in, we got to come back. And it's like, well, but do we and should we? Um, And then even what we're doing uh, and what we're what we're focused on, what we're teaching, um, I think that's some of those things we've gotta we've gotta start thinking about. So,
1: well, I think, I think did, we have to make sure that we don't miss. And I don't mean to interrupt you, but I yeah, think no, ahead. COVID did not cause this; it uncovered it. Like this Ooh, has been going on. It did. Good. I mean, so for us to so yeah. look at it, think, like, "Well, this is a COVID thing." No, it uncovered it. Like I think all of us have been sitting there going, "Like something just seems to not yep. be like." Yep. Right, right now. You know, I don't know if you felt that, but like something Mm -hmm. is just not, you know, and so COVID comes along and it uncovers it. And I think if we think this is a COVID issue, I think we were mistaken. I think we have to say, okay, this is an issue that's been brewing for a long time. And so if we think, well, now that COVID's over, we just go back and we keep doing things the same way. (laughs) I'm with you, man, because I think like that uncovered it, it did not cause it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's intriguing to me because I, I'm glad you said it because I think other people, I think Carl and I've talked about this off here is just, yeah. it's been a sifting of the church yes. um, and a sifting of what matters um, and that leaders are starting to go. Well, uh, one of you said it at the beginning, there's, there's a thing of saying, okay, do we really need to do this mm-hmm. or not? Um, and I have told leaders, there's some leaders that are so overwhelmed right now. That I'm like, look, find something that you know is solid in your doctrine and your theology, and plug and play it for a short term, so that you can step back, get your energy back, get your feet underneath you, and really then push ahead into something. Um, But I don't. I think there's some leaders that just need to give themselves permission to work on a new model, and they haven't done that yet. Um, And and then
1: look at what's overwhelming them. I mean, is it that they bought into the fear, and fear is just like just weighed them down like I think as leaders we have to look at this question like what is causing me to be overwhelmed is it you know what is it and yeah. I think that's the first question you have to answer because if you don't if you're not okay as a self like self-care it's going to yeah. be hard to see the opportunity and so there's been a lot of leaders that have just bought into fear and it just yeah. weighs them down so heavy That like, what are we going to do if our church isn't here tomorrow? What are we going to do if we don't have pay? All of those what ifs really weigh people down. And so I think as leaders, we need to be looking inside to say, okay, what's causing this weight and this overwhelming, you know, because the truth is, and I mean, I know this is just kind of a, a pat answer, but Jesus is going to carry us through this. He's going to, but when we take too much on our own shoulders, that's when we get worn out and we get tired. And how much do we need to put that back on his shoulders to say, okay, God, I yeah. can't do this and I don't want to miss out on the opportunity so really touch my heart so I can see what you have coming ahead. Yeah. And I think you know and
0: again there's some people out there that you know they just think they have to grind it out. Yeah. They have to they have to and and it's like when you have ministries like 1230 media and others go curriculum and Awana. And I mean, man, yeah, there's Yancey puts out amazing music and there's, there's tons of resources out there that are good, solid biblical stuff. Yeah. And, and people are almost afraid to use it because they feel like they're selling out. Um, they're, they're not, using their own stuff I, I don't know I mean Carl what ex- have you heard what kind of stuff have you heard of reasons why people won't use stuff like what's out there in the world yeah have you I caught think any I, of
2: that I think I've heard I've heard some of that that like you know you know we want to do our own own stuff i I do hear a lot of <laughs> honestly I hear a lot of uh if they're gonna pull it they're they're gonna pull it from YouTube um, I, I hear a lot of that, that kind of stuff, you know, we'll, we'll just play something from, from YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and so I don't, I, you know, I don't know if I want to harp on that, that train, but I would say <laughs> definitely support the yes. ministries that are creating content. Yes. Uh, and Tom, you and I, Jason, we, we know these people personally, yes. we know the Yanceys, we know the, the Housers at Seeds Family Worship, and we know, yep. Uh, Go, the Roushes at Go Curriculum. Rouses, we know yeah. the Awana team. We know the Answers in Genesis team, the D Six yes. team. The reason why I bring that up is because I think we need we need the support of the kids leaders and ministries. This isn't a money play. I promise. We are trying right. to yep. make stuff as affordable as we possibly can. Yeah. But I would say, you know, if you can support these ministries that are making this content then they can create more more resources. Like this isn't rocket science. Uh, And so, so I, I think the the key is to, to support them. Now, whether that's through, you know, a marketplace like worship house uh, kids or kids matter or something like that, that's fine. Uh, Or going directly to the source. I can tell you that directly to the source that producer makes more money. And so they can, they don't have to split it with anybody. And so they can, They have, there's more money there to make more resources. And I I think there's probably a, maybe a stigma of these ministries are huge and large and, you know, they don't, they don't need the support or whatever. I don't know what the the stigma is, Uh, but I've heard some of that, that I'm like, these are real people who are really trying to do ministry uh, and, and see life change happen in the local church. They're creating music. They're creating, you know, curriculum content. They're, they're really trying to, you know, their heart's in the right place and they're really, they're really trying to do it right and make it affordable for, for all. I don't know if that answered your question, Tom, but. Well, it, it does. Oh. And it leads me because,
0: Hey, we said we were going to talk all through all things, kid ministry. And we've talked about this in the kid ministry collective Facebook group. I've seen it in other ministry, Facebook groups of, of this. Site. So I am going to harp on it a little bit because, Um, Yeah, these are my friends. And, and they're also more importantly, my brothers and sisters in Christ. And, you know, we can either spend hours and hours grumbling, complaining that the world is sucking our kids brains out through their ears and eyeballs. um, Or we can support people that all the people that you mentioned <laughs> and, and all the, well, and even Jason seen it through the movies that he's helped produce and promote and, and be a part of, if we yeah. don't support this stuff, we're never going to see more of it because they're not going to be able to keep
2: producing. And so even if not Tom, I would say, even if it's not like directly in the bullseye, like uh, Jason and I uh, have a mutual friend who's Catholic Uh, And there was just a movie that came out in theaters called Father Stew that I went to go see last night, actually. okay, that's a very Catholic movie, but the and it's a rated R film. There's a lot of language in it. Uh, However, it is a redemption story of someone giving their heart over to Christ. uh, And the the gospel is in that movie. Uh, And so I would say with things like that, that are that are not a direct bullseye but might be a peripheral. I would much rather have a father stew than another, you know, slasher horror movie, you know? And and so I'm going to go, I went last night on purpose because I want to financially support father stew and what Mark Wahlberg is the kind of content that Mark Wahlberg is creating. Yeah. Do me and Mark Wahlberg see eye to eye on every theological thing? No. Do me and Mel Gibson see eye to eye on every little, (laughs) no way. But and Jason, why don't you speak to this from a from a film standpoint? But I would say content in general. Like,
1: yeah, we need to support yeah. things that are close to the bullseye. Well, yes. here's here's something that's interesting. Um, you know, to kind of go back to that question. Like, why are people afraid of ready-made media? If I had a dollar for every children's pastor that said, oh, "I'm going to create my own curriculum. It's going to be so much better." Like, I could be in Hawaii for probably ten weeks, and literally <laughs> within a week, they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is so much work. Like, I never oh. even imagined." You know, it saves us so much time and effort and it frees us up to be in the relationship part. One of the things that nobody talks about with like films, especially is Hollywood has what they call they have output deals where if a film gets to be a certain amount, then that film has to be taken around the world. So Breakthrough hit those output deals. It was in theaters in China. It was in theaters in Turkey. It was in theaters where we can't get missionaries, but we can get a faith film. And even though, you know, and I think Breakthrough hit the target, but like there's some of these films that were like, you know, the gospel message is there. When we support them and they have to be over a certain amount in the box office, those films have to go around the world. So I tell children's pastors, pastors all the time, those dollars you're spending in the theater, they're actually becoming missions dollars because they go around Mm -hmm. the world. I was speaking at a film festival a couple of years back. And the lady said, hey, you know, um, the passion of the Christ. I go, yeah. I mean, who doesn't know that, right? She said, I was saved in a theater in Turkey watching that film. And so those films, when we support them, they go around the world. We think we're supporting Hollywood to a point. That's true. But also Hollywood is amoral. They don't care what they're putting on the screen as long as it makes money. And so for us to think Hollywood, there may be some agenda possibly, but their agenda is to make money. And so if we're out supporting those things, you know, and not every faith film you need to support, Um, you need to take a quick peek at them because some of them, you know, don't just (laughs) go hook, line, and sinker, but for the most part, if you can support them, do it and get your, you know, a lot of them are great opportunities for children's pastors to do volunteer appreciation, take them out to the theaters, you know, buy out a theater. There's a lot of great opportunities. So.
0: Well, and I think,
1: I mean, that, that,
0: that's a good caveat for everything curriculums included um you know i mean we're challenged to be like the berean church that that examines everything and filters everything through the word of god and if we're not doing that i mean there are times where i'm i'm surprised at some people who who are you know i know they're of a certain theological persuasion and they're asking about somebody's curriculum that's totally out of their ballpark and it's like do you does that matter? Doctrine matter anymore? Does theology matter anymore? And well, everybody... I think,
1: Oh, sorry. I mean, I, I'm passionate about this because I think like we need to be teaching a scope and sequence. We also need to be teaching systematic theology to our kids, which means yeah. there's a system to this theology that we're teaching to make sure they're well-rounded. And if your curriculum is not doing that, and I know that sounds old school, right? Because that's like stuff we've talked about 20, 30 years ago, but we've thrown it out the window and our kids are not getting well-rounded teaching. So what's your scope and sequence to make sure that you're going through every topic of the Bible, you're teaching all the way through, and then the systematic theology of what your kids need. And I know that sounds like a big word, but it's so important. Yeah, it, it all matters.
0: It all matters. Yes. Well, Oh man. Yeah. See, there, I told you we'd pull the rip cord and we'd off, off we'd go. But I want to, I, I know we've got to wrap up here fairly soon. Um, but I want to talk about so, first off, tell, tell us about the new podcast, Jason, uh, the, the tribe, Kidman tribe. Um, yeah. Tell us about this
1: podcast. So we're excited. We just launched yesterday the Kidman tribe podcast. The focus is really going to be bringing in. Leaders and national voices, people that can help to speak to all angles of children's ministry. So, we're looking at having rural children's pastors on. We're going to have people that just kind of from all angles to speak into what do we see that's going on? How do we resource? How do we encourage? How do we help? So, in the first couple of months, it comes out every other week on Tuesday. Uh, So, we're talking to Yancey, we're talking to Brian Dollar, we're gonna be talking to uh, Squire Rushnell and Louise Doarne. Uh, Squire was the founder of Schoolhouse Rock on ABC and they have <laughs> such a heart to equip children's leaders today. So we're gonna be talking to them. We're gonna be talking to all of these different guests that really help to encourage and equip. And like I said, Kidmen pastors, yes, it's gonna be great for them, but I really also have a heart to say, how do we help all of the volunteers and people across mm-hmm. the spectrum who serve in kids ministry really be successful and so that's really the focus of that um, you know we're all part of the tribe and I don't know that there's anything better and I love your name too the collective like hey we're all part of this part of this tribe we're part of this collective and mm-hmm. we just want to pull everybody in and help them on it.
0: I love it I love it I can't wait to, to catch on to some episodes and 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 uh, I think that yeah it fits it's it goes right along with, with with what the KMC is all about and how we started why we started um the the this podcast as well as the facebook group um because and people do- can
1: find it people can find it at kimmentribe.com go right on the website you can find it there kidmantribe.com has all the all the podcasts all the the vlogs we're, we're doing a weekly blog um where there's information from leaders that we've pulled together to really help and equip the local church wait
0: that is awesome and we'll put links to that in the show notes as well awesome. Thank and you. Carl uh tell us all about media and and uh about 1230 media in particular and how how you guys are are launching cuz I love 1230 kids there is some great stuff I already saw in fact I think I saw you post about one of the, a leader that already took advantage of the new the special offer you got running um and which is a killer offer I got to say yes. um and with some fantastic resources um tell us a little bit about that
2: yeah, I would say uh, first, and this uh, is is uh, we get the the question of, of equipment a lot, and so I want to mention that and then then dive in because you need the equipment first before you can air <laughs> the you know play the media content. So I, I've talked to a lot of kids pastors who are using their own laptops or kind of piecing together their own equipment. I used uh, to do that. So I've I've talked a lot of <laughs> to What would you say? I said I used to do that all the time. Uh, And so I'm encouraging kids pastors to bite the bullet, to do a fundraiser, to do something to get an iMac in the kids space with a major presentation software. So that's either ProPresenter, that's Easy Worship, or MediaShout. One of those three is what I I recommend. So I would recommend doing that first, getting Mm -hmm. a dedicated iMac computer for your space. Before spending any money on twelve thirty kids or or curriculum, uh, you're going to need some something to teach the kids. But I would say tackle that first. All right, so yeah, twelve thirty kids. So when I was a uh, a content creator for a, for a mega church, I always wanted to make stuff for the kids ministry. So I would go in. I was good friends with the kids pastor. I would go in. I'm like, man, we could create some killer stuff countdowns and games and mini movies and all kinds of crazy stuff, especially, you know, for your camps, for your everything, we can make it awesome. Uh, But I never had time. I was the only guy for a church of like five campuses, a mega mega church. Uh, And so there's no way, I barely had time to do stuff for big church, let alone kids. And so I think, and you could speak to this, Tom, maybe kids feels like the leftovers. It feels like, well, we have one of the, we have an extra computer. Why don't you just give it to the kids ministry that we haven't done? Very true.
0: Very true. You know,
2: this old, you know, 2001, you know, (laughs) anyway, uh, I mean, it, it feels like leftovers. And so what we're trying to do with 1230 Kids is kids ministry is not leftovers anymore. We're making it, this stuff directly for kids. It's its own site. It's its own brand. It's its own entity. Uh, And there's 10 product types in the ready-made library. So stuff like games and mini movies, all all of Seeds Family Worship lyric videos, all of them in the library already. So you got your worship tackled, you got your games tackled, mini movies. This is a supplement to your curriculum. So let's say if you had Go curriculum uh, and you're doing a study on Moses, you're doing a study on Noah's Ark, well, there's stuff in our library that was going to supplement your curriculum, mini movies, games on that kind of content, uh, all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, the, the special we're going to run, we're going to run for a little bit. Uh, it's a it's, it's limited time. So we're 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 running the first 100 and it's it's blowing through pretty fast. Uh, but, yeah, the code first 100 uh, at 1230kids.com, one, two, three, zero kids.com. And it's right there on the homepage, grand opening sale.
1: And it's a great All deal. Guys. It is a great deal. Oh, guys. It's, it's,
2: so the library is normally $396 a year, $33 a month. So for let's say 400 bucks a year, it's 50% off. Not, wow. not only for your first year, but every year, meaning like you come back for, you know, year two, you will grandfather in at 200 bucks a year for life. And that's the first 100 people. So it's flying pretty, pretty quick. So yeah, definitely jump in. Get at, don't, this is one of those, don't, don't wait. It Um, really is. And yeah, Tom, I don't want you to hear a a sales pitch. I want you to hear our heart that the reason why we're doing this is because we want to make it affordable. We don't want the price to be, our custom media has to be priced higher because, it, it takes time to do, right? It's for you specifically, you know, it just, it takes time. Yep. So it's, it's a little bit more expensive. The ready-made stuff. I mean, we, you can buy stuff individually on the site. You can buy graphics for five bucks or the subscription is really the way to go. But yeah, the, the quote that you mentioned, the testimony I put on Facebook was I had a kid's pastor text me and say, I, I just signed up this week and I've already, it's already paid for itself. Like oh. done. I mean, oh, yeah. and at two hundred bucks, if if you buy ten lyric videos from Worship House or us, it's paid for itself already. Yep, and you have another yep. eleven months worth of content. that We're dumping content in there too. Yeah, I was just gonna say
1: that's one thing to know about it is the content that's gonna get dumped in there. I mean, it's just at the beginning right now. You're gonna have so many great pieces of content in there by the time. I mean, and continual updates. So uh, yeah. to me, you cannot beat it. Like, there's not. Another place you're going to find this kind of deal.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, and the heart behind it is is legit, folks. I can yep. testify to that. I know Carl. I know his company. I trust it. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't let him anywhere near the KMC. But I know it. I've spent a lot of time with this guy. He's a friend. Uh, and and uh, yeah. So I'm telling you, you need to get in on this. You need to look at especially because it will help you. If you've got all this quality stuff that's one less thing you have to worry about as a leader and and even for smaller churches to say well i don't know if i have the budget for that. look you you don't have the budget to 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 not do this the expense of trying to create your own uh the time that it would cost you to do this or to piecemeal it and then have it patchwork kids are not going to be attracted to that kind of stuff they're turned off by that kind of stuff um, so give yourself the, the fighting chance here to hold a child's attention and to say, look, this is, we love you so much. We're going to give you the best on Sunday mornings. Um, it just, it just pays off. It's, it's so worth the investment in the kingdom, um, that, you know, it's just, just do it. So, um, Amen. I can't I can't say any more or can't endorse it any louder than what I'm doing, but I I do do So guys, thanks thanks for taking time um, out of your busy week and, you. and recording this with me and talking about kids ministry. I think people are going to be encouraged by the conversation. I hope people realize that um, you know we've got podcasts out there like the the Kidmin Tribe and we've got stuff like 12:30 Media. Um, and you've got the KMC, um, we're here to help you and to, to uplift you. So, fellas, thanks thanks for your time today.
2: Thank, Thank you. you so much, Tom. Appreciate you, buddy.
0: Well, that's it for this episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. I really appreciate you taking time to listen. And again, if you need help, if you need encouragement, you need somebody to talk to, please reach out to me. I'm here for you. Uh, this is what I do. This is what God's led me to do. Um, it's way bigger than me. And and I want to serve and help you in any way, shape or form. So if there's a connection I can help you make, uh, if there's something I can pray for you about, uh, if you need some coaching, you need a safe place to vent, talk to, reach out. We're here for you. So thanks again for listening. I can't wait for another episode. We got some great stuff coming up here on the Kid Ministry Collective. So stay tuned for another episode real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.